0: Destiny changer, destiny changer Come and change my destiny, my destiny today You will change my destiny, my destiny today Hello, my name is TCP White. I'm on a mission to change the world. How many of you are familiar with this song? I'm sure many of us are and we have sung it, we have prayed it, we have done a lot about it. But may I shock you, the words in this song are not scripturally correct. Yes, they are not scripturally correct. Now, this is not to say that the person who sung the song, a great man of God, I respect him, I have many of his songs. In fact, I have sung this song and prayed with it several times before I got this revelation that I'm about to share with you. First off, what is destiny? Even from the English dictionary, let us see what destiny is. It says that which any person or thing is destined, that to which a person or thing is destined, a predetermined state, a condition predetermined by the divine or human will. The other definition is the fixed order of things, the fixed order of things. Now let me go back to scripture. The question I want to ask us here this morning or the topic I want to discuss here this morning is what is the destiny of man, the real destiny of man? What is your destiny? What is my destiny? According to this song, I perceive that what the man of God is thinking, what many of us are referring to destiny, is our present condition, our circumstance, the situation in which we find ourselves. But brethren, that is not destiny. Your situation is not destiny. So whereas it is okay to pray that your situation should change, you cannot pray for destiny to change because like we just saw from the English dictionary, destiny is a fixed order of things a predetermined state for every created or produced thing god is our producer and he had a purpose in mind for which he created us which becomes our destiny according to scripture Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 a popular scripture which we sing every day it says thou art worthy o lord to receive glory, honor, and power. Pay attention to the next one. For you have created all things and for your pleasure they were created. We are created for God's pleasure. We are created to give God pleasure, give him glory, give him satisfaction. What is that satisfaction that God desires from man and from everything he created? Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13 says, Fear the Lord and keep His commandment, for that is the whole duty of a man. May I ask you, is that what you are asking God to change? Would that be what the man of God was asking God to change? The answer would most probably be no, because destiny, which is to give God glory, is not something that is likely to change, not in this lifetime, not in eternity. So I am asking of the question, what is the real destiny of man? What are we created for? We are created to give God glory. That is our destiny. Every other thing we do is only in fulfillment of that glory. Your potential is not your destiny. Your potential is the tool that God has given to you to fulfill destiny. I am a teacher by profession. My teaching profession enables me to fulfill God's glory. How? By teaching children and raising them for Christ, teaching the mind of Christ, teaching them the ideologies of Christ, teaching from the standpoint of a Christian teacher. I am a banker a governor a politician a a businessman whatever it is that is my potential my calling my ministry my profession my expertise my skill is only a tool with which i must give glory to god but again not all humanity have embraced their destiny so it doesn't matter whether you are a christian or a muslim or a pagan or a buddha or Tintoist or whatever religion you practice Our destinies are the same, it's the same rather, and that is to give glory to God. The difference between me and those who probably are non-Christians is the fact that I have identified my destiny, which is to give glory to God. So I live my life to the glory of God, whereas the other person who is on the other side may not have identified that glory. So even though he's fulfilling, he's doing his own potential, he's not doing it in fulfillment of destiny. So brethren, when we sing, let us interrogate the words of the songs and be careful what we sing. Destiny cannot change. God will not take back from you what he has given. But rather, what we are to do is to identify and fulfill destiny with the potential that God has given to us. So destiny, our real destiny is to give glory to God. I am TCP White. I am on a mission to change the world. Hello, my name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. Last week I talked on real destiny of man, but in this episode I shall be focusing on the church. So I have titled this one, the primary assignment of the church. The primary assignment of the church here on earth. Who or what is the church? The church is an assembly or congregation of the called out ones. It's not a physical building nor a denomination, but a living tabernacle of human beings called and chosen of God in Christ Jesus. It's a network of God's saints all over the world. If you read scriptures in 1 Corinthians 12 and Ephesians 5, you'll find that this church is described as members of the body of Christ or the bride of Christ. So every Christian, wherever you are, you are a part of the church. So the question we are asking here is what is your primary assignment? What is my primary assignment? What is our primary assignment here on earth? Some people are of the opinion that the primary assignment of the church is to live holy, to win souls, or to go to heaven, but I disagree. Holiness is the nature of God that has been imparted into us by the Holy Spirit. Just as a human being gives birth to a human being that has a nature and a resemblance of him, we are supposed to live holy because it is the nature of our Father. Winning souls is the way by which this church recruits members by which it fulfills its mandate, so it is not its primary assignment. Going to heaven is actually the reverse of our primary assignment is actually a reverse of what we ought to be preoccupied with. And as we go along, I believe you will understand with me. To understand the primary assignment of the church, we need to first understand the original purpose for which God created man and that can be found in Genesis where creation began. The scripture says, that the primary assignment of God, or the primary purpose for which God created man, is to fellowship with Him and also to rule over creation. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, says that God will often come down in the cool of the day to have communion with man, that man may worship Him. That is why God created man in the first place. In John chapter 4, verse 23, Jesus said that God is seeking worshipers. That is our primary assignment primary purpose for being created. Also in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 28, we also see a second purpose for which God created man, to have dominion over the earth, to rule over creation. That is also repeated in Psalm chapter 8 verse 6. Man is created to rule over creation. But man sinned against God and lost his place of dominion. But Jesus Christ, whom scripture referred to as the second Adam, Came to reinstate man back to his original position of dominion and worship of god but not everybody has accepted the sacrifice of christ so not everybody has been reinstated to their original position of worship and dominion but everybody who has and have become members of the body of christ the church are those who actually have been reinstated back to their place of worship of god and dominion or rule over creation so what i'm saying in essence based on the scriptures we have seen is that the primary assignment of the church is to fellowship to worship to commune with god to spend time with god and then to rule over creation so everything that God intended for man to do when he created man on garden of Eden is for what the church ought to be doing today. Fellowship with God, spend time with God in our closets and receive the dream or the will of God for creation and then come out and begin to execute. We are the chief executor, executioners of God here on earth. We are the colony of God here on earth. We are the embassy of God here on earth. We are an extension of the government of God here on earth. Everything that God wants to be done on earth, which he intended to do through man, is what he desires to do through the church today. To have a people that are the trailblazers, people who are innovative, who are ahead of time and are coming out with agenda for the world. The church ought to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. They ought to be ahead and not the one being dragged behind as a tail. The church is supposed to be those who are occupying positions of authority wherever they are the mountain of government, the mountain of economy, the mountain of of education, the mountain of arts and entertainment, mountain of media, of family, of religion. The church ought to be on top of these mountains and bringing the kingdom of God to earth. As Jesus taught us to pray, that we should pray that the will of God be done, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, to bring God's kingdom down. So we are not to be preoccupied with going to heaven, but rather occupying the as we have been mandated to do. This is our primary assignment and I'm calling on every member of the body of Christ to wake up to their assignment and live for God. My name is T.C.P. White. I am on a mission to positively change the world.